This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tinfoil Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the girls say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man Dame going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and a David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 219 Ooh. on you O's. I feel like like them 220s feel like milestones for some reason. Yeah, you know. We'll get to 250 real soon. Yeah, this is this is true. Uh, welcome back. Uh, man, it's good to be back, man. That'd be a quarter. I, I want to, not a quarter of a century, but it'll be a I mean, quarter we, we of something the podcast. We we'll say quarter thing. of a century because when we, when we hit the one, th- when we hit the, the, yeah, it's not a quarter. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not a quarter of a century. <laughs> a quarter of a million. That's what we was yeah, thinking. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not really a quarter. It's a quarter of something. Mm. A quarter of a stat. Um, yeah, man. It's good to be back here on Shop Talk Podcast. I've, um, let me think, Sunday? Yeah, Monday. I think I potted damn near every single day this week. Okay. Uh, but it's nothing like uh, you yeah, dropped like, two weeks, of, two episodes of this week in culture. No, nah, you know I, I was about I, to say I only heard one. Uh, you know I do. Uh, whoa, 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 nigga! When you pull that gold chain back out, nigga, come on, dog. <laughs> come on, dog. I didn't know it was Dope Dealer Friday. <laughs> but you know I'd be doing uh all bullshit consider and what the fuck did I miss? You know what I'm saying? That's right. And me and Aunt was on um. On, um, Infinite Opinions? Infinite Opinions podcast this week. So okay. it's been a lot of fucking talking, but, you know, ain't nothing like, you know, Shop Talk podcast on a Friday night. You yeah, hear yeah. It's National Tequila Day. Are we celebrating? Yeah, man, I got some tequila, man. I got my favorite tequila up in this motherfucker, some Sempre. I've um, never had it. I've seen a bottle of it here in the uh, studio. It's great. I got a smooth. I got, I got, yes, very smooth. I got oh. this, and I got a bottle at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep some on deck. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we do that. Are we uh, mixing it with that Tito's? No, this is making some shit from last night. I, that wasn't even mine, but oh. it's 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 the studios now. Okay, that's how I typically work in here. Uh, how, how was your week, man? Uh, I'm trying to think. Something happened this week, but I can't think of what it was. So I mean, I made it through. So it's a good one. I did fuck up at work today. 
fucked up bad. What well, you gonna you like? Nah, I, I mean, I I, pro- I hope I don't get fired, but you know, niggas just late as fuck. I read my schedule wrong. Oh, okay. I started two hours later than what I should have been. I was just up making waffles. <laughs> dicking around <laughs> playing UFC <laughs> when I should have been working. Nigga at home. <laughs> yeah, just bullshitting. <laughs> you know, get my ass whooped online. I had an employee who showed up about three hours late today. We te- text like, where you at? She's like, I'm at home. <laughs> like, you, you switch with somebody today. Like, oh, my bad. Yeah, man. I don't, you know, I still worked eight hours. Yeah, I mean. It is what so it is, hopefully right? it won't be a big. I don't know, man. I'm still kind of new around this place, and I ain't really made like. Did anybody call you, text you, email you, or? I don't get my number out to nobody at work. So I mean, I'm like your boss. She was on vacation. Oh, you alright then? So I'm, I'm basically like a stranger in that place. Like I don't really fuck. Especially with Especially if you started like. We worked in the office for a month. Then I was at the crib. I ain't make no friends. Well, you know, I know some people that work down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they be doing a lot though. A lot of online this and parties and happy hours with the, it's a whole bunch. I don't participate of, in none of that shit. Maybe you should. I don't, don't want to be friends. No, but like your life would probably be a lot better <laughs> if you just would not st- stop being so fucking grumpy. Just, you be calling me a grumpy old man, but you're the actual grumpy old man. <laughs> I just be wanting to be left the fuck alone at work. Uh, you want to left alone until no one remembers you. <laughs> Then you can be like, damn, niggas can't get no happy birthday email. <laughs> like, I know, because I, I don't like I don't want to do happy hour. I don't want to like get drinks or wings. Like, I don't want to. Well, do they happy hour shit. be still virtual though. I'm saying when when we they be drinking though, like sponsored by the the company. I'm straight. Can I just do something else? Can I just have my hour to myself? I mean, you can do whatever you want to, man, but it just, like, you know. Probably doesn't bode well if I want to move up in the corporate structure one day. It don't, and just, just why, don't be grumpy. <laughs> like, I'm sure life is not, like, great when it's grumpy. There's no reason to be grumpy, dog. I'll try your approach next week. Tell you, man. Live life, man. So, you know, I said I've been potting all fucking week and shit. Right. Uh, man, but last night, dog. Man. Last night, man, I had a I had a dream. My mom, I had a dream about my mom last night. Okay. First time. Did like she I talked to you. Man, we talked. Okay. And uh like I've been like wanting to talk to my fucking mom for the last damn near three years. You know what I'm saying? And um it didn't even click until like after I woke up, a couple minutes after I woke up. And for some reason, I didn't woke up three nights in a row exactly at 4.24 a.m. I don't know what that means. You should probably but, get up and pray. Uh, but 4.24 a.m., I woke up like three times this week. Um, but uh, like we was, I don't know, I was I had, I had purchased a home and I was walking her through and I was showing her like, yo. This, nah, you've been, you been on this, the fence about buying a house. I ain't been that's, on the fence about nothing. I mean, I know you've been looking for one. Like, that's that's the confirmation, Jay. So That's um, the confirmation. Well, I applied yesterday. Okay. And then that night, I had a dream that I was showing my mom. You know what I'm saying? And so, but it wasn't, it. that wasn't even like, it wasn't even a thing in a dream. I was just like, yo, my, look. This my house. Going through the rooms and. We was sitting there kicking and talking, and I don't know. We was drinking water. <laughs> I don't know what the significance of that is. And I walked her out, you know what I'm saying? And like I just remember like walking her out to the car. And um, when I woke up, 
I was like, oh damn, I like <laughs> then I thought like, yo, yo, like I've like I finally talked to my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it felt it felt like it I don't I can't even explain it, man. Like I was telling um and I didn't I didn't even realize how much it meant. I was telling uh, my coworker at work, and when I was telling her, like, they, my voice started cracking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was yeah, like, you miss her. I was like, oh shit. Uh, I did. I was at my dad crib yesterday, and um, you know, I've been looking. I, I had brung up our old house that we grew up in on on Plainview on Jerry Road, and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this house said it was 970 square feet. I'm like, that shit tiny, but like. Who the fuck knew? Yeah, <laughs> like it seemed so big, and you know what I'm saying. We was, talk- I don't know if all that shit played into my mind subconsciously or something. Who knows how that shit worked? But uh, I can't wait to go to sleep tonight. All right, man. You feel me? Have you have you already started the process of looking for a house? I've been looking at houses for. I mean, not, like you I been, drove. Go, not not driving on on Zillow. I'm saying like nigga, going inside. I'm not walking going, around. No, it's it's almost useless to do that. Before you didn't apply because I know um, I know you got to get like pre-approved and all that. So I mean, like one, I don't want to fuck with these real estate agents and have you open up a house that I know two months from now this shit not gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been looking for a minute just to see what's in it, what's out there, price range. What are your must-haves when you move? Like non-negotiables. I gotta have A, B, C, and D. Um, if it's in the city of Detroit, the neighborhood has to look good. Like okay. this street, the next street, and it, like the whole entire neighborhood, everybody on the street got to have their grass in order. Um, I drive by at night, I drive by midday, and I drive by in the morning time. I wanted to see what that shit looked like. Okay. Um. Uh, I tell you what, I hate. I hate the little pedestal fucking um sinks in the bathroom. I hate that shit. Why? That shit is horrible. I hate it. I I fucking hate it with a passion. Central air. Okay. Is on the list. Cause And you can demo the bathroom, man. I, I get it. But that's <laughs> okay, not that's, gonna be that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's not gonna be it. This this your list. This yeah. your list. I need three bedrooms at least. Okay. Three bedrooms, two baths. Um I, I'm pretty easy though. You know what I'm saying? I just a nice, clean looking, you know, leave me the fuck alone, cool area, and I'm good. Okay. That seems like a pretty simple list. Yeah, I like colonials in the city though. Mitches is cool. I just literally just went by and checked out two before I got here and shit. And um, I really like this one. It's two specifically I like, and uh, they really nice, man. Okay, well, best of luck with that, man. I want yeah. you to, you know, come on over to adult life, be a homeowner. Well, you know, I was anti uh, against. I was against it. Why? Um, because it costs money every month, and it don't make money every month, and it it was like on my asset side. I mean, uh, liability side. And then I'm like, well, shit, I'm locked down. I can't. And I was like, if I wanted to move, I can't. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole bunch of shit. But now. You've moved quite a bit. Yeah. Since, especially, you've moved at least four times since we've done the show. Three. Three. Three, I can count. Three for sure. Yeah. Uh, I moved three times. Uh, You're not about stability. No, that's not it. I mean, I've been living in my, my current place for three years. Has it been that long? Yeah, I had to, I had to sign a new lease. It's oh, okay. definitely been over, well, it was over three years now. Um, well, I mean, I moved before because me and the woman I was living with yeah, <laughs> stopped man. being together, yeah. so uh, we got to go. <laughs> and 
when we were living together, that that the place we was living at, man, they was bullshitting and it was always something. So we moved um, with the same rental company inside one of the new properties. And then shortly after that, you know, we called it crit. So, but um, other than that, like I used to move like every year and then I settled down like in rural Oak. I stayed there for like four years, moved to the east side of Warren uh southeast michigan not east side east right, side right. you gotta specify um for the you know for the gig yeah and uh shit we end up that merger fell through and it was anyway uh but yeah man things are happening right now i mean rates is all the all-time low uh, i'm gonna end up spending less money than i pay renting and getting some cool equity so it's a good move Good move. It is. Next it is. thing, be a wife, then a baby. You got to get things in order first. You feel me? Yeah, man. Got to have a home for them to come home to. Absolutely. You don't, want, you don't think about like, well, I guess you and your wife could always move to another house. Like this is just the first of the many Johnson's. Yeah, estates. so this crib is, I'm not going to live here forever. When yeah. I go to the real crib, I'm rent this shit out. So it got to be, you know, it's going to be in the family. Never sell granddad's house. Hey. If I get married, I call it grandma's house. But right now, this is my shit. You know, I, I always think about my homeboy grandfather who used to talk like that. He was like, man, you know, the missus ain't never had a job in her life. And all the grandkids call it grandma's, grandma's house. house. <laughs> she ain't never worked. Because my grandma, I mean, grandma's house was definitely granddad's house in real life. Yeah. Like yeah he, just, <laughs> he just had a chair. He just had a chair and got the big plate. That's all. Definitely. Nine kids. I mean, it's grandma's house because she filled it with kids, but it's definitely granddad's I'm house. I'm trying to bring uh, that back, man. Nine kids. Shit, you three quarters of the way there, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Nigga, you 66% uh, there. Shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. I said three quarters. We're all off with math. <laughs> quarter of a century, three quarters. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Speaking of things being off. Uh, you what you been thinking about this Kanye West stuff, man? Oh man, you know I don't want to be hypocritical because we had the jokes for Meg last week, and then you know we encouraging people to pray for Kanye. Did Ka- we really have jokes for Meg though? Yeah, we did. What did we say about yeah, Meg? Yeah, we did, man. About her getting shot in the foot. Nah, we was, we was making fun of Tori. We was making fun of her too. What did I say? I don't remember. Somebody <laughs> don't... mentioned that to me, like, why y'all make fun of Meg? But like, what did I say about her? I don't remember. I don't recall exactly, but just the whole. Can we say who shot you? I mean, we played. That's, that's probably a joke. That's that might not be well received if you got shot. So Fifty Cent has said something. They said it was insensitive. If I any mean, nigga can make a joke about being shot, it's Fifty Cent, ain't it? Yeah, but Fifty is a like that. That nigga's a bad person. <laughs> but like, like he's a bad friend. Damn, I don't want to die on this hill. So I'm just gonna say this and we gonna move on. But niggas get shot all the time, and you can make and reference that shit, and it's cool. Yes, but it's not a woman getting like a woman getting shot by a man is a little bit. A little what bit do we different. say though? I don't remember, but we, we, we insinuated nothing. that the nigga shot her. He shot her. Okay. Look, man. Let's go back to Kanye. <laughs> I feel like this goes somewhere. Look, man, Kanye batshit crazy. 
Kanye nutty as squirrel shit. My nigga need to be away from a microphone and he need to be somewhere surrounded by people that give a fuck about him. Cause I, I got the feeling it ain't it ain't his in-laws. Kanye needs some real he needs some real friends around him right now to tell him to stop, my nigga. Stop. Stop. Just do do this shit in front of the mirror and go sit back the fuck down. But like, stop, dog. Um he definitely has some mental health issues going on. Uh, we know that he's bipolar and right. he's manic depressant. Uh, he's have he has confirmed that. Uh, Kim has confirmed that. He's confirmed that he goes off his meds or whatever. So clearly, um, is this a rollout for an album, dog? Is this like a bad rollout? No, and like it's not a bad rollout. Is is someone going through a fucking manic episode and we know that this is the case. And so people who say, yo, he's only doing this to sell an album. No, he is in promotion promo mode and he is in camp quote unquote campaign mode. So you are hearing him. Usually when he's having these manic episodes, it's around his friends and his family and everybody understands that this nigga has real issues, but because He's he can't be he's not committed. You ain't put him in an institution against his will. He can do whatever he want to do. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever dealt with somebody who was bipolar. You can tell you can wish you can hope you can hug. You can pray. It's something else going on like the It's a different clock that's ticking up there. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. And like, it's fucked up that everybody blaming everybody. Yo, he don't got nobody around him who love him. So when your cousin going through episode, does that mean your auntie don't love him because he's still wilding out in the street? You know what I'm saying? When somebody call and do a health check and the police kill the person they try to do a health check, and we've seen that, right? Yeah. yeah does that yeah. mean his family didn't love him or he didn't have no real ones around him? No, he's going through a manic episode. And I find it strange that, shout out to Trinidad and, uh, um, who mentioned this, uh, he posted the other day, like last Friday, Tamar Braxton went through some troubles, right? Yeah. Um, and she attempted suicide. Alleged suicide attempt, yeah. Uh, it wasn't alleged. She typed this shit out on Twitter and said what she said. You know what I'm saying? Said, I'm not, li- my life is not my own. I'm feeling controlled. I can't do nothing that these, she said oh, I, didn't, all, I didn't see all of that, so yeah. I don't, okay. And then, you know, this weekend it was, yo, mental health is real. Black people, mental health is real. It, you know what I'm saying? We got to take this shit serious. Kanye have a mental episode. We all know he has issues. He have an episode in front of everybody to the point where he breaks down and is crying like a baby saying his father wanted to abort him. And y'all want to have a philosophical conversation about slavery. Like what's wrong with y'all? You know, man, people, it's, it's kind of, I think people are sort of like desensitized or they don't, they don't take the seriousness of it because it's Kanye and we've seen him like, We've you, always seen him. We've seen him do this so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you've almost seen him expected. having episodes for a long time. Yes, yes. Like, so you almost expect this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not quite as shocking anymore. But it is. It's not funny though. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's funny at all. No, not you. I'm talking about. Oh. Just the scope of it. Yeah, and people want to fuck that. We cancel them. I seen a lady, um, who recorded a video. She gets she first off, you go down to a rally for Kanye West for president. 
that's your first mistake because you're going down there with your phone out and Kanye hugs some white girl or some shit and she asks a question about shooting in Chicago because that's nigga's first fucking line to go to. But what about the shooting in Chicago? He said whatever he said and then she she posted Kanye West is anti-black. He's misogynistic and all this. Like, shut the fuck up. Because now you're doing your little media. You're going through your little media shit and trying to now you're trying to make a big ass stance. Why the fuck was you down there? Like you're not down there because you are if you are down at a fucking Kanye West rally in South Carolina for president because you are literally thinking about voting for Kanye West, something's fucking wrong with you. Now that you got what you was looking for, now you're on Twitter, you're doing all your fucking little media interviews and talking about, yo, he's anti-black, he's anti went Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, he going through, you think Kanye West is anti-black? Are you, you, you seriously asking me? No. Yeah. No, I don't. Do you think, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody that says something, quote unquote, misogyn- misogynistic. But like, are we re- like y'all are do- y'all are we, attaching? We all these- watched the DMX Snoop Dogg battle. We were all singing shit that was misogynistic in unison. Like, like what's wrong with y'all, man? Like, we clearly understand he don't get like. It's not that you get a pass. It's that I don't engage this level. I don't engage. Like once we found out, oh shit, something really wrong with him. Like he really, well, he's not 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 that something's wrong with him. He's really going through something. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to attack the issues the I'm same not gonna way. Ant- and you can't necessarily antagonize that type of shit because I feel like her behavior to a certain extent, especially at the rally, like was, was if you know this man is not in a stable place, it's not going to take much to, you know, tip the needle the other way. Y'all niggas are online writing think pieces about Kanye West and how he's harmful for this did y'all write a think piece on Robin Williams? It's a fucking tragedy when he passed away, right? Right. Did y'all write a think piece about how he may be um, bad for people or harming people? Because he had manic episodes on stage all the time, but that shit wasn't out there like that. I didn't see all the white folks writing think pieces, but us, we see one of our quote-unquote heroes, our quote-unquote geniuses going through something, and we quick to that's, get online. That's, that's just black family shit. That's how we cope with trauma. We make fun of each other. Yeah, that shit is, that shit, that is I mean, I'm, I'm, toxic. It, it is, but I mean, that's that's literally how black pe- how we deal with shit and deal with each other and our issues. We don't talk about it. We ostracize one another amongst family, and... That that's that's how and we just keep that shit moving. We act like that's normal. And God forbid he does he 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 commits some self harm or harm someone else, and it's gonna be, oh my God, um, what 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 could have we what could have we done as a as a community? What should have we done and all the other bullshit? Man, y'all full of shit. Y'all full of shit. I don't want to have a conversation about fucking Sojourner Truth or Harriet Tubman. What a con- it, it doesn't fucking matter. But he said it doesn't fucking matter what he said. Why are you taking it serious? Niggas, he gone. He he not. Look, I understand that all the lights are on, like the department store is open, but all the workers, they done went home. Like it's it's not it's not what you think is going on. Everybody blaming Kim. Yo, because Kim clearly she don't love him. Like she alleged he was on stage like, listen, I don't care if Kim divorced me. Because I'm gonna say he talking about he wanted to war his daughter. It's a lot of shit that was said. She said <clears throat> Kanye referred 
saying that like Kim was coming on there with a doctor to to put me in put me in in the home whatever da da da. She came down there to make sure that she was okay. Yeah. She ain't never said nothing negative about Kanye publicly. She actually just said she made a statement the other day like yo. Somebody dealing with bipolar. Sometimes they have different episodes. Basically, we need love on him. This is this is like y'all want her to be the villain so bad. He posting screenshots of him going back and well, not going back and forth for Chris Jenner. She wasn't responding. Like he going through a whole little man from his phone. He screenshot. Like if them was the people out to get him and use him, they would be putting that shit out. Not him. Yeah. Like it, the the narrative is just the narrative. Yo, he must be trying to sell albums. So now that's the narrative. Just because it's the narrative, the narrator don't mean he true. Fucking Kane narrated Menace to Society. That nigga was a fucking criminal. <laughs> but we thought he was the good guy because he was the narrator. Right. No, man, that's not that shit not right, dog. We just make people that we don't know evil. And people who really need help, we still like fuck that nigga. He need- Kanye does need help. He does. I, I'm not qualified to give it to him. I hope, you know, I hope he get back back on the meds, you know, get get back stable. It's fucked up, man. Um, clearly, I've never been through that personally, but they say um, you got to take the medicine to keep you at a certain even. state, even, right? Mm-hmm. So when you feel good, you still got to take. You got to take medicine to make you feel worse. Think about and your actual job is to create and feel happy. You know what I'm saying? That got a constant be. battle. And then like and while you on the medicine, you probably be lucid and be quote unquote normal and you thinking normal and you be like, "Yo, I don't like how this shit make me feel." But you when you come out of that state, you're not in a normal state, so you don't. When you're not feeling good, you don't even remember that you're not feeling good. This, it's just fucked up, man. And if we want to take mental health serious, it gotta be serious for everybody and not just people we like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It gotta be. It gotta be serious across the board, man. Because that shit ain't fair, dog. Um, what else been going on, dog? Oh. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. Okay. Man, I can't wait. This type of shit that I'm entertained by. And um I'm I'm here for it. So I, I'm I, here for I, it. I have a couple questions. Yeah. Because I know Roy moved up to heavyweight years, years back. Is this like a straight exhibition or are these niggas like really like it's an exhibition. It's six rounds or a nine round exhibition. So, I mean, is a is this like, you know, a hug fest or like, nigga, we we throwing them things? It probably going to be throwing. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like, yo, this is uh, me going against Holyfield. But I'm pretty sure they're going to be fighting. Look, my nigga, Roy Jones tried to avoid Antoni- Antonio Tarver left for years. Couldn't do shit with it. No, don't do that. Look, look Jay. That nigga did not avoid <laughs> Antonio Tarver. I'm not saying he avoided the fight, but I'm just saying Tarver... Matter of fact, the first had time a nu- had had his number. The first time uh he beat Antonio Tarver, um, because niggas tried to say he lost the first fight and it was a close, he ran it back. He was actually supposed to fight Mike Tyson right then. 
but he took the Antonio Tyra fight after he lost 25 pounds of muscle after the Rocky movie, and he would never like he was never the same after that. You can't take 25 pounds of muscle I, off. I, I, I and understand. Then, and what's so fucked up is Antonio Tarver did the exact same shit. Was it ended up being in a Rocky movie? Gain weight. Mason the line Dixon. Lost weight and got his ass whooped that next fight and was never the same again. You can't do that, dog. You can't do that. So when I think exhibition, you remember the Rocky it, Rocky versus Thunderlips. I'm thinking, you know, some old shit like that. But man, I don't know how I feel about Roy Jones trying to bang with Mike Tyson. The nigga's 53 and 54 years old. You've been seeing them workout videos of Mike. That nigga gonna take us. That nigga still take your fucking head off your shoulders. Yeah. Mike Mike Tyson punch you in the jaw right now, nigga. Your teeth gonna do something they ain't never did before. Yeah. Mike Tyson also on steroids. <laughs> like I don't know that it, that's those gonna be to be tested. He does. He also went and got some HGH and got his blood taken. The reason he feels so good, and this is not like a secret. He's not like um, this is what a lot of athletes do. Like it's not. Yeah, he wasn't doing this. Like you know, but this is what he did. The HGH, the, the testosterone to fix his body. He like, man, I feel so good because my I'm not in pain no more. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's different when you hitting a heavy bag. Mike Tyson was hitting a bag like that the last fight he was in before he got before he lost to Kevin McBride. I'm not saying that like Mike is just indestructible. I'm I mean, not saying clearly that. the nigga can lose, but I don't want to get hit in the process of the the win or the loss. Yeah, and I'm not saying I that feel right. like fighting Mike Tyson is going to do something to your life expectancy. I don't care how good a shape you in. I mean, not saying that like Roy Jones don't got the greatest chin especially at 53 years old you know what i'm saying yeah. like so i'm not by any means saying i have no idea what this gonna look like but guess what i'm entertained would, by it i would like to watch it on paper i would 100 <laughs> like to watch it how much would you pay for it 50 i think they Easy. should i think they should charge 20 bucks pay-per-view you know how many niggas would buy this fight for twenty dollars? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blink an eye at that shit like, for twenty. Think about like how because you don't got no lot. You can't have a live gate. You know what I'm saying? So you don't think this is a big enough attraction to you know pack out? Well, no, you can't because just because of COVID. Correct. So. All the all the boxing matches because you know top boxing has been going on. Yeah. Um, but they fight in an empty arena with just the judges and in the, the corner men yeah. or whatever. I watch them all the time. Um, so it's like the UFC fighting right now. Yeah. So a lot of money comes from the live gate. All the people who pay the consent, yeah, like that's yeah. a large money. So to make up the extra money, man, put that shit on pay-per-view charge $20, dog. You know how many niggas will buy that shit for $20? When he hesitate. Like, come on, man. When he hesitate. At 50 casuals, like, yeah, I don't know. At 20, make a run it. Run it. Put that shit on ESPN pay-per-view. Or put that shit on regular ESPN and, and jack up the fucking uh the price of commercials during that time. Because well shit, you don't know how long the <laughs> you, you don't know, know how, how long, long the shit gonna, gonna last. So you don't know how long that fight 20 bucks, be. dog. 20 fucking dollars. Take my money. <laughs> Nigga, take my fucking money. Yeah. I just want to see it. There was so y'all know I'm a fight fan. My fight, my fight, my favorite fighters in this order. 
It's Mike Tyson first. Love Mike Tyson. Then Roy Jones Jr. Then Shane Mosley, Floyd Mayweather. I thought you'd have had your boy Floyd up there a little bit higher. No, no, but this is just as they started fighting. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Floyd didn't Floyd started the late the latest. He started in like ninety eight. So by then, all the mothers that started, right? Then was my favorite four. You couldn't tell me shit. And then slowly, Tyson took his L. Shane Mosley took two L's. Then Roy took his L. And Floyd was the only nigga that never lost. <laughs> um, but these are my four. So these are two of my four favorite, like, of ever. And they gonna fight? <laughs> yes, I wanna watch that shit. It's, at the end of the day, it's entertainment. These okay. niggas ain't trying to be like the heavyweight champ of the world. Nigga, just get in here and throw some hands. I'm 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 all here for it, dog. Okay. I mean, I want to see it. I want to see, but I don't want I don't want no love fest. I want to see I want to see some blood. No, Roy Jones too prideful for that. He might die in the ring though. <laughs> <laughs> like on, on on some technical shit, Roy Jones should be able to win. Right? Roy Jones technically won his last four fights. They was at cruiserweight, 200 pound limit, but like he was fighting cab drivers, Uber drivers. <laughs> right. Not cab drivers. He's fighting Uber That's drivers and, and, and just, just padding the stats really. Yeah. Uh, so, Hey, listen, dog. But I mean, Mike ain't had no fucking prize fight in a minute neither. 15 years or some <laughs> shit. I mean. And I, I randomly watched his last fight against, uh, McBride. Um, it was a shit show. He was in there. He was throwing, and then like he just never. He didn't come out. He he got dropped at the end of the round. He sat down. Was like, man, I'm done. And then after the fight, he was like, man, me at this point, man, I'm just trying to pay off creditors. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm paying my bills. He literally said it's like, you know, man, I, I appreciate, it, but like this, this level, this type of guy, man, he's not supposed to beat me. He's not supposed to be in here. Much respect to him. I don't want to dis. I don't want to disrespect him, but uh, this is my last fight. Cause come, come on, man, like. This is this is Mike's just trying, me. Hey man, he he doing like the he just he just working to pay bills, man. Just like the rest of us. I'm just doing my job. Ain't no shame in that shit. Ain't no shame in that. Like Ti said, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> he, he working to pay bills. Uh, speaking of Ti, man, uh, yesterday or really this morning, but yesterday, <laughs> um, I threw up on a on Shop Talk page. You know, we did the first versus battle. We did. We didn't know what we had in our hands. Uh, we should have trademarked it back then. I posted that video on YouTube on October 31st, 2016. We look like two different people in that video, man. I had a head full of hair. Well, I just had a hat on and a white shirt. I look relative. As a matter of fact, even with my fat, I look the same. I had I'm about 15 pounds slotted. I had a head full of hair and about 80 more pounds on me. Yeah. You took the pounds that you had on you. <laughs> I took some. Right. <laughs> I took some of the motherfuckers and shit. Oh, uh, man. Uh, so we went and did a TI versus Andre 3000. And that was the first, today was the first time I listened to it since we uploaded it. So, like, I I, I don't rem- I didn't remember none of the shit I said. A lot of hot takes. Nigga, it was <laughs> a, lot, a lot of hot takes. A lot of hot takes. And some of the shit I was so offended by watching it. And when I did it, when you told me that Urban Legend was not a classic, I don't think you feel that way now. Or maybe you do. I don't know. 
Uh, but I, I I distinctly remember you saying something opposite of that, like recently when we was talking about the Fifty Cent shit. Yeah, we was Fifty Cent. We was talking about Urban Legend versus Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Urban Legend definitely stands, you know, a little stronger against Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, dog, that was wild. I think y'all should go. And that was a a YouTube only, so we never even uploaded the audio of that on the podcast. Um, that was YouTube only. That was the first versus battle. And it was fucking great. And you got watched. Did I win? No, you did not win. I feel like I did. Go look at the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you did not win. I don't, I don't let the comments move me. Yeah, you did not win. Um, and I, I found out where I got some of my Andre 3000 arguments. I'm like, yeah, that make a lot of sense. I mean, I said it, but I'm like, yeah, that shit make a lot of sense. That's where some of that shit came from. But, you know, I brought that up because this week was a versus battle. Uh I had some folks up here in the studio. Dane was here for, I don't know. I don't even, I think the nigga left before the shit even started, to be perfectly honest. I seen like two songs, man. I, I had some to drop off. You know, I'm not really into them versus battles, man. I don't. Man, this shit was fucking excellent. We was in this motherfucker rocking, nigga. <laughs> like, uh, shout out to uh, Cheyenne, Q, Burge, uh, June. Uh, we was in this motherfucker having a grand fucking time, dog. And that battle was fucking amazing. Drinking and, uh, gin and juice. Um, and all you niggas who said that DMX was gonna get washed, run me my money. Like just, just. When I went back and so I went back and watched some clips and I seen like the the order of the playlist. It was a lot. It was a lot tighter than I thought. It had to be. And what I did notice is. Clearly, Snoop got records, right? Right. Like if they he went, left some big record, and but all of these battles, they kind of leave some big records on the flow. Well, it's not that it's the big. Like, what do you play in response to what I just played? You know what I'm saying? That's really what it is. Because once I play a record, you need to come with something that matches this energy or beats it. Because or it's not. So second half, every time that DMX played a banger, Snoop would throw a throwaway out there. Like, I'm not about to waste one of my big records against that because it may lose and I feel like I wasted. So, Snoop would throw something out there. Not that he ever threw like a week song, right. but it was like, yo, this is, this not, DMX got that one. Um, I thought the. Played it like a spades hand, real safe. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> real safe. I'm going to let you use your spades and then I'm going to try to, hey, yo, man, that second half was, was tough. It was. It was it was relatively close. Uh, I'm, I can't be mad if niggas say Snoop won, but that was a good fucking battle, man. It was a great battle. I had a great time. That was my that was my literal childhood, from ninety three to ninety eight. Yeah, I was either you probably see me because before ninety eight, as a 10, 11 year old, I was walking up the street singing that shit. And at ninety eight and eleventh grade, now, what type of shit was we listening to that young? I just realized, like I. Tw- Tweeted that shit out. I was in sixth grade when Doggy Style dropped. I was in the fifth grade. And Singing every word. If it ain't no fun, if the homies can't have none. My dad bought that shit for me. Fem, I hadn't had none. <laughs> talking about if it ain't no fun, if the homies gonna have Nigga, none. I didn't know what Doggy Style was when that shit dropped. <laughs> Nigga, uh. n- not even. Nigga. <laughs> I had no clue. I had I, no fucking clue. I knew it was a, a like a play on words or some sort of sexual innuendo. Had no fucking clue what Doggy Style was, nigga. Like, come on, dog. Sixth grade. Talking about when I met you last night, baby. <laughs> Before you opened up your gap. Nigga, I used to be singing that shit with headphones on, walking to elementary school. 
you know how you be jamming. I'm probably sure somebody was walking out to their car and heard some little What king. the fuck is that young man <laughs> listening to? What is this child? His parents are probably trash. Like, but, no. uh, that was that was just a sign. Like, <laughs> it, it may sound cliche, but, like, this is the shit that raised me. You know what I'm saying? Like, listening to deep, listening to fucking Doggy Style, The Chronic, watching Menace, watching Boys in the Hood. Like, nigga, this is the shit that I was raised on. All that evil poison was romanticized. It was. And it made us worse people. Even younger than that, dog. You know what had us fucked up? I always say this shit. G.I. Joe. Them niggas fought with lasers. Ain't nobody died. Nobody died. The niggas made Arabs the bad guys. They did. And all the fights was where? In the fucking desert. Zartan was a fucking Arab. (laughs) Ain't that crazy? Yeah, man. That shit programmed us young. Gave a darker skin and shit. When we watch, we go back and watch Dr. Fu- Dr. Future, Back to the Future, they made the Arabs terrorists on there, dog. That's I who was coming that. to kill. Uh, yeah. They made the Arabs terrorists. They made the fucking Arabs terrorists on uh, Passenger 57. Them niggas been telling us they've been terrorists for a long time. and we Subconsciously. Be, and we be the ones fucking shit up. Yo, man, we've been, we been programmed by the television program. That shit, hey, man, that shit ruined my life. Shit ruined my life. Man. This talking is, about misogynistic. Yeah. <laughs> I learned it. Yeah. I learned it. I know so many women that recite those bars flawlessly, though. Come on, dog. If ain't no fun, come on in the bar. Everybody, everybody's singing it. Man, Dan, you got to allow yourself to have a little bit more fun, man. What are you talking about? Man, you should. You, you don't like these verses battles, man. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like that friendly you don't like, shit. You don't like music. Listening I love, to music I with I your love friends. Music. <laughs> I love listening to like music. like everybody else in this motherfucker are your actual friends that we talk to in a group chat every day about music, and then the music that we talk about, like you don't want to be a participate in. I just don't like the battles, man. I when I hear battle, I just I, I feel more like an, an aggressive content. Like this is. It's just a, it's just like it a, was a concert, essentially. That shit was fucking amazing. Like, allow yourself to have fun, dog. It's okay. It's okay to laugh and joke. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm man. just saying, dog. I, I'm on, I want better I just, for you. Man. I just wasn't interested. I just wasn't really that interested. And I had shit to do. I get it, but that was this one. Like, dog, just allow yourself to have a little fun, dog. Let Let's get another. Let's get a good another good one. Like maybe maybe I just needed to be like somebody I really like give a fuck about. Oh, shout out to my home, the homie Ant uh, from um, what the fuck did I miss? You know he said. Uh, at first I didn't agree. I was like nah, and then I thought about it a little bit more. I was like you are fucking right. You know who Snoop could have battled? Hove. Yes. And I was like nah, Hove will win easy. But then I thought about nah, it. Ah, they stay. That might be a pretty neck and that's neck. A, that's, and that's the only person I could have seen Hove actually battling. Hove too good for shit like that. He ain't. Gonna but not with Snoop, though. He wouldn't look at Snoop like that. You know what I'm saying? He would be okay with a Snoop. Now, people said they would love to see like a Drake and, and Jay. That would never happen because Jay would never yeah, acknowledge that. Like you, he's my peer. Yeah. He wouldn't have an issue with Snoop being his quote unquote peer. And they got, Snoop got 30 years, they both got 25, 30 years of music. Yeah, yeah. And the songs that you would like, both of them got like that. They have, they both had those type of, yeah. type of energy records. And like, all 
J Records is not like a super fast pace, fast beat. It matches perfectly with Snoop. So like but that Jay, is, Jay too big for shit like that, man. He would do it for Swizz and Snoop though. Cause Jay and Swizz, like he would do it. And it's on especially if they broadcast that shit on title. Oh yeah, is it had to be like a title only title You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they put that shit on title, and he would I think that would be the per he's clearly it's not gonna happen because Snoop already did. Yeah. But that would be the person. You can't get him to battle nobody else. I'm trying to think. It's gotta be another Trying to think of another rapper's catalog who could that he wouldn't be like get the fuck out of here, you you beneath me. I don't can't it can't be Nas. <laughs> no, because he feels like that nigga's beneath him. No, not that because one and he does. I'm saying that's not it, but they are both over them being pit against each other. Yeah, and and Nas it, doesn't have the records. I think you're mistaken to go. 20, hit fit, 20, to go yes. hit for hit with Jay, Fam, not even. You don't think that not even Nas don't got twenty records, Dame. He definitely has twenty. How, hold on, hold on. Let, let the, me. Let how me. How long is the battle? Hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me specify this. Does Nas have twenty records? Yes. Do I think he has twenty hits that could go bar for bar with Jay Z? No, I don't. Does Jay, no, I don't. Do how many hit records Billboard hits? Do Nas got versus Jay Z got? Because Jay Z got a bunch of records that we all love and adore, B sides, but that don't mean that shit radio friendly. His radio records, I don't know that. Jay- but niggas just don't go like my radio hit for your radio hit. They go on what they think is, like you say, what's going to win the battle? What type of energy? It don't need to just be radio hits. Fam, both these niggas got cult followings. It's ridiculous for you to, 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 to even, like, I won't even put play Jay like that. I would, I would prefer. A Nas in the battle, but I can't play Jay like he couldn't do it, and you can't play Nas like he couldn't. I'm not going. I'm I'm not trying to play Nas like he can't do it. I just think it. I just think we we talking like two different appeals. And the reason that that battle wouldn't work is because anybody who loves Jay is gonna say Jay won, and anybody who loves Nas is gonna say Nas won. Like you got to get like two two neutral niggas who don't got like supreme cult followers. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see. E forty and too short. Oh, I watch that. Like they both got thirty plus years. I'd watch that. I mean, what easy? Not easy. Um, E forty been dropping shit since what 92. Come on, dog. Easy twenty eight years. I watch that one. Who would, like? There's no winner. There's no loser in that one. And it's they both from the bay. Come on, dog. That'd be a good battle. That's fucking. Excellent. Do you think? Do you think the versus battle could work like on a local level, like Asada versus Payroll? A Babyface Ray versus who was big enough? Who got enough song? You can go a Rock Bottom versus Cheddar Boys. Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. I don't know. I'm listen to some. I listen to this music, but I'm. I don't know enough. I can't kill you. I can't give you twenty Sada records or twenty insert person here. I know Big Sean washes any of them. I'm 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 willing to bet Big Sean. <sighs> come on, come on, say something. To, say something crazy. Put Big Sean against Eminem. I take that one. Put Big Sean. I take Eminem. that one. 
like we fuck with him. We know we got the hit records, but it was nine five five hits. <laughs> <laughs> Channel nine five five for for y'all niggas who not in the yeah, city. That's man. the the top forty. That's not your WJLB top eight at eight hit. That's a, that'd be a good battle. Who could battle Buster Rhymes? Cause we know, shout out to Q. He don't got the albums, but that nigga got clearly the, got has, fucking hits. Yeah, singles. It's a tough out for he anybody. Singles. Anybody who battles Buster in a versus battle. That's a tough night, dog. He got some big records. He got some huge. And he got to go against somebody with stature. He probably have to be like a nigga like Jay. That would big records. I think so, but I don't think Jay would do it for 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 bust. I agree. Would it be like a Q-tip versus Buster Rhymes? Because I can see Q-tip will do it for Buster. I mean, you know we are. You know we take it. Pharrell? Pharrell versus Buster Rhymes? Pharrell? That's what I'm, I'm... I would love to watch I'm that. Fe- I'm feeling like that's a better combination. Pharrell versus Buster Rhymes? Yeah. I I feel like that's a better combination. Big energy records. Yeah. Who would you like to see Common go against? Because Common got records. And he been rapping since 92, too. <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge fan of this artist, but I always say, like, I feel like they're comparable. Well, Common and Wale, they the same niggas. They not, but Common got, what, 15 years on Wale? 15 years worth of music? <laughs> Wale came out in 2010. He can rap, though. A lot of niggas can rap. And he, Wale got big records. Wale versus Big Sean. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Sign that. me up. Same same class. I take that. Wale versus Big Sean. Sign me up. I don't know who will win. I'm picking Sean. I'm picking Sean just straight from because he's from the city and niggas be sl- like <laughs> I've said some unpopular Big Sean things, but that motherfucker can rap. Just plain and simple, the nigga can rap. Wale versus Big Sean. Sign, sign me the fuck up. Like immediately. Sign <laughs> yeah, me the fuck I'll take up. that one. You think they got enough hits? Yeah. Yeah. Shad, I, had to, I had to think about that shit, yeah. Shot a legitimate star, like superstar. Like, he got the hits. And shit, he didn't get put a joint album with Janae Aiko, which gets finer and finer every day. I She always on my Explorer page. And, like, because <laughs> she, she your type. She, she, she fit into your prototype of women. Man, you swear. <laughs> no, God, man, you do. She little, you do. She a little thinner than I like her. That I, that I normally get. Now, she she walk up in here, you ain't going to turn your nose up shit, at it. No. <laughs> shit. <laughs> she what you like? You know, I like a I, I like a um nigga, I know what you like. I know I I I could I could put her together for you. <laughs> I know what you like. <laughs> hey, uh Janae, she 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 okay. I like Shy got he he picked that one right. Okay. A couple years ago, she was a little too skinny. Like he red-shirted her. Like uh, she was like little boy skinny, <laughs> but she didn't. She not that no more. He he saw the vision. I don't know. Maybe it's the energy. She like a real cool part. I like her music too, and she seemed like uh and no bullshit. She like a gangster. What? Have you ever listened to her music? Can't say that I really have. Like Janaiko, she like um she definitely uh she fits well with TDE. You know when she when her she yeah. fits well. 
and friends of friends say who know her people like no she she <laughs> she be banging she be singing banging on, on records and would've shit. never knew would've <laughs> never knew yeah uh, I don't listen to much R&B in my line of work yeah man um so yeah man but listen man you you had some um you had a, a clip that you wanted to play so we can uh discuss oh uh which one either one okay well that well that one that okay. you had played earlier so let's discuss i guess we might be we might throw our gurus hat on depending on how we feel i got one that can um probably be on that same vibe a laundry list of things mm. that run that back. down to height um in the female list would be like a laundry list of things mm. that came down to height um income they of course nobody wants to seem shallow so they don't want to come right out and talk about what kind of car you drive where part of town do you live in what do you do for a living and but it but if you kind of take it in its entirety it it is pretty shallow in yeah. some ways right because it's like it's so specific to the point that you know women in their list they don't realize you're talking about like not even one percent mm. of the male population i know we've been saying this <laughs> right we've been saying this for and, a while and i tend to be kind of like um mm. i'm a real factual type of person mm. you know i like i like stats i like research i like you know i like real what's real not imagined and yeah. so by the time i would listen to women um, it was like, where am I going to find this? These dudes, mm. and then she's maybe a solid six, and <laughs> and Shit. you're talking about a man who's a ten plus right <coughs> top shelf dude, mm. and he can date a supermodel mm. right because mm -hmm. that's going to be his mm. ideal is going to be this at some level whatever his flavor of supermodel is. Yeah. Right. Vixen, whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, going to yeah. be his flavor. Yeah. And and so it's kind of like women, I think a lot of the time don't realize their expectations are, are so ridiculous mm. just because the average guy, just your average guy is not 80 percent of those. things. Mm. And so I put a lot. Oh, shit. Uh, there's a there's a term you like to use. It's called read the room. Yeah. Shit. Uh, well, well, well. <laughs> you, you can have this one first. <laughs> Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> you know, man, that shit kind of put a smile on my face because I think sometimes, like, you know, I, I get it. You can want what you want. You know, you why not aim for the stars? Uh, but what do you make it make sense? You know what I'm saying? Make it make sense. I can't jump straight out of high school to the NBA and and I'm not starting on JV. Like you gotta you gotta be prepared for the game that you're looking for. And uh, you know, sometimes we don't, you know, we want things, but we're not prepared for that. Yeah. She basically said So what I what I heard, and I'm gonna put this in my um in the lamest terms, aka lamest terms, um a lot of the list the laundry list and all those great shit that you see on social media, that shit don't exist in real life. Nah. Yo, you you 24 years old, you want a 25-year-old making $250,000 a, uh, a, a year, uh, 10 years experience in, in his job, for, in, the, in his work field, already have a house, 
Um, in a 401k with half a million dollars in it, like and he drives two luxury, and he's cars. six foot five, uh, two full fi- beard, two fifteen, full beard, straight teeth, don't cheat, uh, like good father goes good to church, husband. has a gun and a record, <laughs> but <laughs> like takes was, you to museums on weekend, loves yeah. your mother. Like, why you think that person wants you? If said person exists, <laughs> and when you were like she said, you were strong six, <laughs> a solid six, a solid six. So before we go in on that, um, cause we gotta call that shit even. What about what niggas be wanting? Oh man, yo, I wanna, I, I wanted to be thick and I not be fat. 30, 36, 24, 36, a virgin. And a hoe. <laughs> no ki- no kids, her own place. Ain't never sucked a dick, but can suck dick really good. Like, this a whole bunch of wild, crazy. She make a lot of money. She want to buy me shit. Like, she don't, ask, she don't ask. She got her own money. She don't never ask me for nothing, but she let me be the man. And, <laughs> like, it's just, like, I think people. Asinine shit. Like, we both. Just be. I think I seen a meme that was like, you tell a woman to describe a good man, she'll describe a, a, a trick. You tell a nigga to describe a good woman, he'll describe a slave. This is wild. Why don't you just give me your dad's attributes? And that worked out for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why you why you tripping on me? And then for the man, like you want this, but like nigga. Describe your mom. That worked out for your dad. <laughs> and he was happy. <laughs> he was happy. Like what? I, you know what I think this is? It's two things. Humans are never satisfied. It's and, the hunger for more. And I've been guilty of this shit myself. Humans are never satisfied. And then specifically us in black black people in black culture, we are taught um, to be excellent and never settle. Always want more. Be better than the next person. Everything. And while I think the heart is in the right place when you instill that in your children, but you are, you're really setting them up for failure. Because to always think that there's something better out there, there's yeah. something more. You would never actually value what you have because the second that you get it, you want something else. Yo, I just went and spent X amount of dollars on this ring. Yo, this ring is really nice. In five years, I need you to upgrade it for me. Yeah. Like, damn, I just gave it to you. Like, yo... That's really nice. I like you make $80,000 at your job. Um, but if you, the bigger bag come around. You have enough potential. I can see you making two fifty in the future. Like, fam, like, can I be okay? Like, yo, this woman is really nice. Everything she want. Um, we going to get you some breast implants. <laughs> like, what? What? Huh? You know, I, I got a friend of mine is married. And she always talks about, like, you know, when she initially got married, like how her husband looked on paper. Yeah. Like, you know, she thought she, you know, she was in love enough, but like on paper, it looked like a good investment for her future and the lifestyle that she wanted to live. Not necessarily, you know, I'm so far in love. Again, he went to this college. He had this type of job. He comes from this type of family. Yeah. Five to 10 years from now, I will be this type of wife in this type of house. It's almost disrespectful to God to an extent, because how can you ever um, like if I bless you with something and then I give it to you and now you want that you want something else like fam, do you 
Do you not respect what God just gave you? I'm I'm definitely guilty of this shit. I've certainly dated with like, yo, I got her, nigga. The next one, I can do better. I can do better. And, you know, sometimes better isn't about, you know, looks or what's, you know, maybe it's the quality that somebody has brought to your life. Have I dated some women that I thought were beautiful? Yes. But like, were they amazing people? You know, I was I was probably happier with a different type of woman. It's that energy. Like, I get it. You attracted to what you attracted to. And that's going to we're going to talk now. But now that we had this conversation, like, does our, do our energies actually match and yeah, and and then vibe or whatever? Um, That's so much more important. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're never going to be happy and satisfied chasing the next thing. I was listening to a, a conversation between Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they had two different ideologies on this one thing. But Ben was like, you have to decide that you want to get married and want to have a relationship and a family before you go out and date. And then you have to be in the mind state of that's what you want because your love and all that shit is a decision. And then you go out there, you in the right mind state and you find that. And then Joe was like, no, I think it's the opposite. You meet somebody and then they have all the, the right stuff to convince you to do a dumb thing like getting married. <laughs> so, uh, but like, I thought about that shit, but, but like, I, I think that's to a certain extent that is correct. Like you should be in the right mind state for whatever you're looking for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether if, that's, you're not, if you're not, I mean, you, you dating with different intentions. Yeah. If, if you're not dating to look for marriage, you're not, you're not out there looking for that. You dating to have fun, fuck, whatever it is that your purpose is. I think dating for marriage or long-term relationship is a whole different level of focus when you're out there dating. Yeah, and I, I kind of think, because, you know, once again, I ain't married, but I've been in some long-term relationships. Um, once you connect with somebody, y'all like each other, y'all love each other, y'all didn't have sex a million times, whatever, you'll stop looking at them for what they look like. If you follow me, this person can wake up to you ne- the next morning, hair all over the place in a bonnet or just not presentable for the outside. Right. And it don't fucking matter. That's the person that you love. You kiss them in the morning and everything's great. Now, if you met them as a stranger looking at that, like, Ooh, fuck away from yeah. me. But like after a moment, like you're not looking at that person for that anymore. And what actually is more important is the intangibles, not how you physically look. Not, I'm not trying to say that you can just go to shit after y'all get together because that's not going to work either. That ain't fair. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't fair. Yeah. And, and it's just not going to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't. It's just Come not on, work. Jay. Shallow Jay. Let it out. I'm going to be honest, Jay. <laughs> okay. That's not going to work for me either. But I like that's it. So, like, maybe we've been putting – not even maybe we've been putting emphasis on the wrong shit. Like, I guess we put, you know, if, if everything was an NBA 2K game, we slide the, the, I think we put shit on 99. That shouldn't be on 99. Okay. I got Maybe, you. maybe some of that shit should be like at 75 and like personality, interpersonal relationships should be like 90. A little bit higher. Yeah. A little bit higher. You know what I'm saying? Ass and titties is gonna slide. Down to <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I think we get we we kind we kind of fucked that up. And to bring it all around, that video was talking about 
in this particular example, women and their sliders are all the way over to the left. And fam, that's just not out there. You can get on Zillow and say, I want a house, five bedrooms, three bathrooms, garage, AC and everything in Detroit, zip code 48205 for under $50,000. Yeah, that can be your list. But Ain't it's not, shit it's coming like, up. Not gonna populate. <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna pop up unless that motherfucker is gutted. <laughs> so yes, it actually has all of this shit, but the it's house, a shell. It's a shell, and you are gonna have to build. Right. So if this is what you want, then be like, so you can have whatever list you want, but that shit ain't on there. It, it's it's not on there. Or you outline this neighborhood, and it's three, and it's sixty people looking for homes, and they gonna take the best looking offer. for this type of home. This home specifically. And they're more qualified. So everybody going to put their bid in and somebody's going to outbid you because you a six. (laughs) (laughs) The eight is going to get you. Every time. The eight will get you every time. Give me an eight. Give me a strong super eight. (laughs) (laughs) Over that rock solid six. No, I mean, because you want to, the eight will give you a lot more, less headache than the 10. Man, give me an eight with a good personality that don't mind cleaning up behind me. That's a 12. <laughs> Shit. That eight goes to, you get plus four, nigga. You was a 12 now. Get, run me to eight. Oh, man. Shit. Run me to fucking eight. Man, I saw, um, um, let me, let me go to this shit. I saw a post on the internet today and I was so inclined to, um, to respond because this shit kind of blew me. All right, so this says, okay, family, let's talk about this. I'm going to give you some context first. A millionaire beauty entrepreneur, Supercent fiance Lou, got caught up in the DMs messaging a teenage girl who just turned 18 and graduated from high school and works at Foot Locker. Face palm emoji. My question, ladies, do you think it's better to find someone who is more successful than you or on the trajectory of success when dating? Fellas, can y'all really handle dating a successful woman and not feel threatened? I'm going to let you go first. What does those questions have to do with the scenario? Have we convinced ourselves that the only reason that this person cheated? I'm assuming that they're saying is the reason that this person cheated because. Oh, let me let me uh, go to her uh, her comments. Apparently, she's been. um She's some big blogger who, oh, super has put this man in her mansion, buying him cars, helped him start his own business. And he made her look stupid. A child working at Foot Locker when your woman is the job. Come on, man. There's definitely the notion that he dated, that she dated down, which indicates some type of level of lack of confidence she may have as to why she even started to date him. So the thinking is, because she makes so much money, he feels insecure and inadequate, so he cheated. Is is that? Do you come to that same conclusion? When no, you, no, no, no. I'm not. You know, I don't want to tap dance around this shit. Like her, she an underage girl. She she eighteen. She just turned eighteen. Yeah. I mean, so feasibly he could have met her. No, oh, he slid in the DMs like she's eighteen. I have no I have no idea who these people are by the way. Don't know. Yeah, so I'm I don't want to gloss past that. I'm not a, you know, I'm I'm not a proponent of that type of shit. I have no all. idea how old this nigga is either by the way. He's a grown man. I don't know how old it is. I don't know. 
Okay. Well, yeah, I'm big on a young girl. I'm not a fan of the young girl thing. And but I just feel like I, it has cheating in this instance or just cheating, in my opinion, doesn't have a lot to do with. You know, I'm insecure of not being the man of my house. Like, niggas just be wanting to fuck. I and th- my question was like, are we saying that the reason he slid is like a nigga sliding some young girl's DMs, what they got to do with how much money they make? Because if she didn't put the nigga on, put him in a man, he's sliding into a richer bitch. Uh, <laughs> D, like, I don't, I didn't, I don't. Get oh, I'm just, D, I'm just dumpster diving in DMs because that's what the fuck I do. I mean, just because a nigga, like money just exposes and just makes you more of what the fuck you already are. I'm sure that nigga was sliding into DMs broke as fuck and he just slid into some, some new ones. That's all. Like, Do you think it's misogynistic for a woman to suggest that it's something wrong with a woman, quote unquote, dating down, but it's perfectly fine for a man to date now. Yeah, because I I feel like I do. I don't I don't feel like we look at it the same. Like is is there's no uh, stigma about a man finding a woman that may not be on his financial level and and building her up. I think the the expectation more or less is that a man takes care of a woman, or that I. I provide. I provide a certain type of lifestyle. It's kind of skewed when it's the woman providing the lifestyle but for the man. Isn't that like the, the 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 quote unquote male patriarchy and you essentially subscribing to that same belief if it's like you, you said are. like I thought that was a problem though. Like so which one is it? Like is it we trying to break the whole male patriarchy thing where the man ain't uh, superior above but you literally giving an example as to why you should only date men who are above you. And then it's like, now it's like, okay, I dated a man who didn't make as much money as me. So he must feel inferior. Right. But if you date somebody who makes more than you, he's then controlling, it, he's controlling. Else. I had to give up my career. Like, which one is it though? Cause, and I always hate these conversations because just because you make more don't mean I don't make enough. Yeah. Like nigga, I, before I met you, I, I wasn't living on the street. Like, <laughs> just because you make more doesn't make me less of the man of the house. Are you a millionaire? I make two fifty a year. I'm perfectly fine. I'm not my nice little. I don't know. I'm not struggling. <laughs> like I, I'm good. Like you know what I'm saying. Like just because you, yes, we're better together. But like you know, I, I'm not going to the streets if you fucking leave. I got my nice little you know, six bedroom house and. Rochester Hills or whatever you know what I'm saying like the, the the thought process is yo men can't handle that do you, have you made more than a man like what wh- what exactly can you what how do you know that they can't handle it have you made significantly more than a man I'm not talking much a little 10 to 12 thousand dollars because that ain't shit but 600 bucks in your check every other week yeah like, have, you, have you ever had a spouse that made significantly more than you I don't know I assume so. One of my girls was a nurse. So I assume she made more. But okay. no, but we was in sales. So like I don't know. Cause I ain't never asked her for no money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I ain't ne- it ain't never I, I don't fucking know. But like she clearly had the potential to make more than me, but I don't I didn't care. Never came across in my mind, never thought about it, never cared. But like, regardless of how much she made, I was okay. I still lived in my own place. Like, you know what I'm saying? We stayed yeah. together for a moment, but like, I, I, who cares? Like, I'm never going, I don't need, 
he bailed me out of jail. <laughs> but like, um, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like you have, I don't think in our tax bracket, anybody's making significantly more. Not like how they be trying to lead on. Right. Let's right. say you make 60, she make 80. Fam, that's still, I mean, that's a difference. Yeah. But that's not but like, like, I don't know how I'm a, I can't function because like, it's, that's not, that, come on, man. That's not, that's not life changing money. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you make 20 and she make 120, she make $100,000 more than you. That's, that's, the, a, that's a different that's conversation. A little, that's a different conversation. But I'm sure 99% of the women online having this conversation have not done that. Just because you make four and a half grand more than the other nigga, what that mean? You make four and a half grand more and your, your score. All I got to do is work overtime and we neck and neck. Nigga, your credit score 512. You you make more, but you pay more for your car. No. <laughs> so right. now I got more money in my pocket than you. Like that shit is so trivial. And in real life, these situations don't exist in your actual life. Everybody got these virtual questions and how you would act in this virtual world. This shit don't even concern you. You putting all this shit in the in the in the air in the atmosphere like this. Fam, who you know like this? The strangers on the internet, the the Instagram stuff. Like, dog, that's not real life for you. We assume. Yeah. What if she just a piece of shit and a nigga got tired of her fucking mouth all the time? You make a you an online boutique owner and you make all this fucking money. What if you a shit person and that nigga unhappy? For every bad bitch, it's a, a nigga, nigga tired of fucking her. her. I I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? But to what we talked about earlier, or just a minute ago, where we got this list of qualifications. Right, right. Okay, so she a millionaire, online boutique person doing her shit. She got to go find somebody making more than her. So I got to go find me a multimillionaire. Well, what make you think he want to fuck with you now? Because now he got a date down. What if I don't want a date down? Why I got a date down? Why I got to take care of somebody? How come we can't build together, build generational wealth? All I think about is like when you, if you attain a certain amount of wealth, you know, dating got to be harder than a motherfucker. Yes. Because you never know, is is it real or is it, you know, me dating at this stage, like, I ain't got shit. You understand? I, I work. I got a bunch of kids. Niggas, like Somebody could be dating you for your potential. We don't know what this podcast shit going to do. You know what I'm saying? They got a studio over there. They're doing this shit. They fuck around and get a deal. Let's let me find out. Yeah. Don't date me for no potential. I ain't got it. This, this shit may not be going nowhere, <laughs> I baby. I ain't got it. <laughs> and if it do, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm probably gonna tell you. <laughs> Y'all gonna find out. But you know what I'm saying? Like You I? never know. Yeah, you just never know. I mean, it's but like you said, at this stage of the game, like I make a comfortable living. Like you not this I'm not to come up right now. You know what I'm saying? Like we neck and neck, baby. It's wild. Like, why do you default like, yo, this is a prop she should have never dated down in the first something she's they said it must be her own insecurities that she even dated down in the first place. Fam, is all I'm we sure got, she was regular as fuck a few years ago. All we got in this world is money. That's your only value in life to the situation? To a marriage or relationship. Some people that is. Some people, I mean, nigga, I got married for love once already. Like, I'd like to see what getting married for money is like. You sound like one of these hoes. <laughs> Shit, nigga. 
I don't want to work every day. No. But like my dating, maybe I'm dating down because you just a, a, a bad quality person. Like I've dated women in the past and my friends was like, yo, uh, she just really wasn't right for you. I, I saw you with somebody else, like somebody who was a better fit for you. Right. Like this not, I didn't think that worked out for you. Not because the person didn't make no money, wasn't because the person wasn't attractive. Like the idea of quote unquote dating down is strictly tied to a financial amount and your life got to be worth more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at women with a dollar sign like, how much she going to cost me? Well, maybe. <laughs> she going to cost you something. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's that's a man shit. Like, a woman look at a man like, yo, what kind of investment are you in in my future? And that's a little misogynistic on the other end, ain't it? I mean, but aren't we taught to like marry for security? To certain, to a certain extent, I, I we be, or that I, be, I believe to a certain extent, women are more or less taught to love and security. That's it's part of the package. Well, before when women couldn't work, you couldn't earn money because men ran the society. You know what I'm saying? Niggas went off in the World War, and all the men was fighting, so the women had to join the workforce. Rosie the Riveter, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, now y'all can work. But before, yes, you definitely needed a husband because you couldn't get a fucking job. You couldn't vote. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, you need to go find a nigga that's going to take care of you because your daddy don't want to don't want you a burden. You an extra plate. That's why. Your daddy gave you away. <laughs> that's, that's not it's not a euphemism. Your <laughs> no, dad no, gave you away. True. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? The dowry. Now it's arena. He gives like, yo, listen, man, I'm going to give you all these goats. You give me your daughter, and uh, we call it call, shit. They call it even. That's the real thing. You know what I'm saying? That's hot. Literally, Google it. Shit, go to India. See, they still do it. I mean, I I know someone personally that that was in an arranged marriage. Like I worked with them. Like she she knew who her husband was going to be since she was like nine or ten years old. That shit, wow. But like, no, we got to. It got to be more than this shit, right? It got to be more. It than, should be. It should be. Shit is wild. But it's not. It's not. I mean, it should be, but it's not. Man, that shit is Would wild. Would you get married for money? For money? For money. I don't, like, so, like. She's marginally attractive. No. So you'll, like, never, you'll never work again, Jason. You'll never work again. What's work? Where you got to get up. I run the studio. I got to be here when niggas record. Okay. So I can't run the studio no more. Like, you, I don't, you can still run the studio. You don't have to get up and go to job A, the one that pays the rent. Well, if I didn't have to go to job A, I think job B could pay the rent if I had enough time to focus. I just need a couple thousand dollars to not go to work and I'll make this shit full time. Okay. So if she was like, yo, we get married, don't work for a year. Yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. It's like, no, no, that's not my that's not my cup of tea. I feel I I would um I was telling um somebody today, I got a bit of an ego, right? Mm-hmm. As in like if you don't want me for me, I can't be involved. I can't be a part of this shit. Like if you want me because I got something, some money or some whatever, nah, I can't even deal with it. Like, damn, this motherfucker wouldn't want me if I didn't have right. such can't do it, dog. We was talking about marriage. Here's a scenario, right? 
I don't know how much I can share, um, but the person is anonymous and the friend is anonymous. So it's a couple. They've been living together for a few years, right? Okay. They've been together for a number of years. Um, the man said, yo, I want to buy a house. I want you to have my baby. The woman said, I'm not giving you a baby until you marry me. And the person like, yo, what you want to get married for? Like we are, we've been together for a number of years. We live together. I want to start a life with you, the whole nine yards. So this person is potentially thinking of leaving a relationship for a number of years because the person doesn't want to get married. Right. What do you think about that situation? I think it's a little selfish on both ends. Explain. Well, it's not just, I think a good relationship and my my dumb ass not being good at relationships at all, <laughs> but but I think a good relationship is some give and take. Yeah, and nigga, a baby is a huge fucking commitment. Now, yeah. even though I have children by multiple women, I, it's not like a sport that I would advise niggas just to go making children without firm commitments with these young ladies. If you can commit enough to her to buy a house and want to have a baby, I'm just... I think that... So, for me... Just throw in the towel, my nigga. So, this is me, Jason Johnson speaking. I've said this on the podcast. We've definitely had conversations offline about that. Um, the biggest commitment I can make to a woman is to have a child with them. Especially right now. Shit, it is. I can't make a bigger commitment to you than to have a child with you. Um financially there's not a bigger commitment that I can make to you than putting both of our names on a mortgage together. Like in Michigan, you know, if you want to sell your house or buy a new house, your ex wife or husband have to sign off on that shit. If y'all still married, even if y'all divorced, when you sell a house, you got to go get your, if, you got to have like the divorce decree. I mean, nigga, in the state of Michigan, it's not every, you have to, your husband or you, they have to sign off on that shit. It's fucking crazy. I had to do it. Two people at work had to do it. I, the two people at work explained that to me. I'm like, you, I'm like, no. And the, the one of the other ladies, she been divorced from this nigga for 28 years. He's dead. You know, and she hate the nigga. And they was like, no, we, he got to get a sink. That's some state of Michigan shit. I don't know why the state of Michigan does that. Um, but you got your, your your ex-husband or wife got to sign off on that shit. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. But hey, whatever. But that's a giant commitment for me. Now, why the state of Michigan specifically has to has to do something? I don't get it. You know, I performed two weddings. Right. It's just me. It's, I'm just the nigga who went online and paid a couple bucks and now I signed a piece of paper for two niggas and now y'all married forever. It's Jay Johnson, nigga. <laughs> I got a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, it's uh, Virginia. Uh, but like... <laughs> he bought the baby? Yeah. <laughs> come on, Vernon. Come on in here, man. But like, it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do nothing to your union. You was man, woman, guy, y'all whole little family. I signed a piece of paper and sent that shit down to the county, the county, the city county building, and now y'all married. Like, if you got a life partner, 
like if what you want is a person that you're going to be with for life, who you create in life with, creating a home, creating a family. Y'all been living together for a number of years anyway. Man, why would you leave that? Ain't that what you want? Yeah. No, no, she wanted all, but they wanted all. Sometimes what is all? The the marriage, the you the want paper, the wedding, the the legality, the commitment. They. So the reason the reason I brought this up is because essentially what you're saying is, I want us to be together, and I want it to be financially difficult for you to leave me. So I'm gonna hang this shit over your head, <laughs> and it's gonna be financially difficult for you to leave me. Other than that, it'll be easier for you to leave. So I'm gonna. Once you have a baby, like you, you can still make it financially difficult for me to leave. So if I gave you a baby, what you, well, we in this like all for bets life. are off. Yeah, all bets are off now. We in this for life, you know. So I don't. I thought it was interesting that uh, this couple, you know, well, this person is uh thinking of you know possibly questioning. Because you want the wedding in the- Didn't we just talk about this, like, to a certain extent, like, it's it's the hunger for more. I want more. Yes. Because that's why I say it's selfish on both ends. Like, she, you could argue she's selfish because it's the marriage is all or nothing. You could yeah. argue he's selfish, like, well, I'm going to give you everything but, you know, the absolute thing that y'all want, man. Look, y'all already met in the middle. <laughs> Y'all already met in the middle. Like, man, we've been living together for years. Um, we done bought a house together. Well, I'm trying to buy a house with you. We didn't. Ha- I want you to have a baby of mine, fam. T- the nigga's all in. Okay, he's all in. Now listen, for me, knowing that this is the way I feel about things, if this is the my, the person I want to be with, I'm not about to lose her because I'm not about to draw this line in the sand. Like, yo, I'm just not gonna do it because I'll be a fool. It, it, it's that Martin and Gina thing. Damn, Gina, fine. You. <laughs> hey, look, man. You know, I've been a fool, a fool, and let some good women walk out of my life because of pride and ego. But I swear to, I swear to Jesus, nigga, never again. If if this, if like I gotta give in on something, nigga, I'm I'm all out of fight when it comes to that shit, dog. Just I'm, don't do a damn, Gina. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna do it the right. I'm all out of fight. I only really got one thing that I want, you know, out of like a wedding requirement. So I mean, what's that? I don't want a ring. I want a Rolex. Well, you can so, and it ain't got to be a brand new one. You can get me one from Zeeman's as long as it got papers. Side note, um, now it's like niggas act like the thirty six um, uh, millimeter joint is like too small, but that's the original size of the presidential Rolex. That's the one that Robert F. Kennedy had. John F. Kennedy, the one Pac had on All Eyes on Me. Now they got the 41. The 41 didn't come out until recently. <laughs> I won't be... What, a, what the kids call, give me that bus down and let's call it a day. I, I just, just want the gold presidential Rolex, the original, the one that, that you can... Solid gold, 18K. That's all I need, man. That's all I need. Yeah, man. That's... <laughs> Buy All me, I need in this life is sin. Buy me a Roly, and I'm with this. I'm gonna stick my arm out at the altar with this Roly I V with. I will wear <laughs> this bitch every day. So you know what? I, I do want the Roly. She got to give me a gift because you know they, you exchange gifts. So the Roly be my gifts, or uh, 
the buff bear was gonna is gonna come down. <laughs> the buff bear. <laughs> yes, the buff bear. Some uh, maybe it's Olivia. She walks down the, the walk down and the aisle. She was some all white sticks. All white sticks, man. You got to bring the all white sticks down. I think the that's aisle. a Detroit thing, man. You you know it was a nigga that was claiming that Future started buffs on the internet. Like they are dumb. You blast. They was like, how, how dare Detroit niggas think they started this? Like nigga, what? You blasphemous animal. He said, "What? Nobody? Future made them popular in 2016 or some shit." Like, come on, dog. In high school, niggas, niggas wearing woods to prom. Like, they got been out of high school 20 years. Okay, like, come on, man, stop it. <laughs> That's stop blasphemous, it. dog. Nigga said, "Like it was like Milwaukee or some shit. It was like a weird Milwaukee. Ass, it was a weird place." You ever dog. been in Milwaukee? Never. Good for you. They got like so they, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Milwaukee and like Minnesota, they got a a, Bob, uh, a a thriving podcast community out there. One of them spots. Oh, okay. Well, but they definitely didn't, ain't put buffs on the map. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I don't know, man. Uh, the 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 dynamic of all these scenarios and situations is just wanting more and wanting more and not understanding and recognizing the blessing that you have in front of you. Because if I got the woman I want. The other half, the whole nine in front of me, I'm not giving that shit up for nothing. Not for my pride, not for allowing the sand, and I would hope she does the same and wouldn't give me up for. But man, if I knew then what I know now, yeah. I'd have tucked my tail a long time ago and just <laughs> just gave up the fuck shit, man. Yeah. I, I would have. Yeah. Well, when you when you know better, you do better. And make the second time around a lot more special. You feel me? Not gonna do it this weekend. I'm trying to be balls deep at the red roof. All right, man. You got a music pick this week, though. Yeah, man. I do got a music pick. I got to slide over because I I sat in the 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 nice chair. Fuck. All right. Um, Where the thing at? Right here. Man, we got a baby and a whole baby in the studio. Say something. Is it her? Hello. Did she talk yet? Hello. Oh, I'm about to go in baby mode. Sorry. As in, like talking to kids. Practice. (laughs) Um. Damn. I had a. Let me. Where did my who's mans go to? Oh, go your music. Get your music pick off. Yeah, man. man. Um, my music pick of the week it comes from a f- friends of the show, the homie A Dub, the God, and Paper Park. Uh, I was actually in the studio with them this the night when they worked on this song. Uh, it's off A Dub's project. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the project has a title yet, but the song is called "Is It Love." A Dub and uh, Paper Park. Off the Scarface Mary Jane sample. Shout out to the homies Dub and uh Paper Park. Park, we still gotta Make it down to Cleveland because you said there was beautiful women down there. In man, Cle- I talked to Park Pl- Online a couple of weeks ago, actually, man. The mistake by the lake. 
Uh, I'm not going that far. Shout out to Ohio, man. Shout out to Cleveland, man. I've never seen a beautiful woman from Ohio, dog, and I stand firm on that shit. They don't exist. Um, I told Park he said that, and he sent me a bunch of beautiful ones in Ohio, from down there. So I'm like, hey, okay. Um, Make me a believer. So listen, dog, uh, whose man's is this? Um, it doesn't go out to a particular person. Um my bad yeah uh it goes out to the city of detroit man uh this was a really fucking violent ass week man um it was something like 28 shootings in the last week that i know of it was 33 last weekend i think Uh, seven fatalities um some nigga went up in a coney island and shot four people at close range um three of them passed uh one still lacking critical um Fucked up video went around, you know what I'm saying, showing their bodies and then yeah. the video of the actual shooting happened. Um, earlier that day, uh, it was four kids, two 17-year-olds and two 16-year-olds. All four of them got shot in a car. Uh, today, the suspect in that shooting got killed by the police um, today. Um, another shooting in the Coney Another shooting on Dexter where a nigga got killed in a car. Like, it was just so much shit going on. It's violent out here, It's man. a violent-ass fucking city. It's a violent everything. And I don't know, how do I say this? So, you know, some people be online and be like, how niggas say Black Lives Matter when y'all doing this shit? And then people get upset because we understand that the whole Black Lives Matter against the police. The whole, like, we get the difference. Right, right. But I understand why niggas say that shit, dog. Like, so many people got murdered and killed by niggas I know was online tweeting and saying Black Lives Matter. Like, you don't believe that shit. I understand there's two focuses, right? Police brutality, the whole nine yards. But, like, fam, that shit got to be like a, a punch in the face when you see Somebody say Black Lives Matter and they know who killed your loved one and won't say shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Kill a kid, won't say shit about it. Um, I'm not trying to compare those struggles, but I 100% understand when niggas be like, Black Lives Matter, when you talk about the police, but like on some regular shit, that don't mean that police get a, 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 a pass to fuck us up and kill us and shit like that, but like, Yo, this shit wild. Yeah, man. It's like, crazy out here. This shit wild. So while I'm looking for different cribs, I'm like, nigga, do I still want to live in the city? Because on some prideful shit, I don't want the others who abandoned the city to come back in and take over everything. But nigga, I want to go to Coney and not get murdered. Because I'm just standing there while a nigga got a, a issue for, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fam, come on, dog. Like, who city is this? Today, Detroit's birthday. 300, 319 years today. Really? It is. Well, let's take a shot of... Uh, actual factual. Let's take a shot of tequila for this shit. Dog. Okay. Get because we went... Too? No. <laughs> gonna help her sleep good tonight. Maybe. <laughs> uh, She'll wake up. It is uh, tequila day as well. So, uh, we never did take that shot. I'll chill right there because, uh, you know, it don't take much to get you washed. You know? <laughs> but listen, dog, I'm I'm disappointed in the city 
uh, some of the niggas. And it's just a murderous fucking weekend, man. Last weekend. Hopefully this weekend will be better. But during the week, it didn't get, it didn't light up. Yeah. Like 30-something murders. Chicago said, okay, Detroit, hold my beer. Because them niggas went crazy, too. Um, shit is wild. Shit is crazy. Man, throw out a benediction music. Yeah, we're going to play it safe, man. Um, but uh, hey man, be safe out here, dog. Yeah, cause this shit, wow. What's what's gonna be the salute for the shot? Uh, up to it, down to it. Fuck those who don't do it. We do it cause we're used to it. Drink, motherfucker, drink. Over church music, <laughs> like like communion. <sighs> Woo. Well, that shit is smooth. All right, man. It's your man Dame going wild. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Dame Gone Wild on Twitter, Dame Ruffin, the number one. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to our podcast. It's the, the brand is strong. Yo, shout out to Dame, man. You got these keychains made up. With yeah, the, with yeah. The... Shout out to uh, Chris Jones for, for coming through on the keychains and the buttons. We got merch. Yeah. And I got like a bunch of shirts that I, I spent $700 on last year that I uh, <laughs> that I haven't sold. They just sitting over there. So we got to put something up on the site. As soon as I... Uh, do the, the redo the site. Uh, they'll the be buttons online. is thirty seven dollars because uh, that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't sell the shirts. <laughs> just we lost, gotta recoup I that. Just, I just lost seven hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, so we gonna do that. Uh, we get these buttons up. You know what I'm saying? We got some shop top mugs. We gotta uh, take some new pictures too. Yeah, I got some good camera lenses, and you know we out there. Uh, we gonna do all that shit, man. Hey but, man, if you do logos, fuck with us. We. <laughs> Oh, shout out to um, the June. June did a, a logo for us for uh, this week in culture. You oh, know that's what what's saying? up. Uh, so that's gonna be out pretty soon. Hey man, it's been a wild week, man. Just stay safe, man. Yeah. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dave. Hell yeah. Peace.